Hello, there we go. So it's the last session on the last day before lunch. Um, I met Trav or Travis in circa 2008 at a conference in Cape Town. Uh, we were both working in radio. Um, he's gone on and been successful and I still work in radio. But I think that the cool thing about the work that they do at Happy Media, which Trav went on and started, is that they're constantly thinking about how radio can do interesting things with audio and how they can do it better. And if you can think it, you can probably make it. Um, and they've been doing some really interesting things with the Kahisa Media Group, um, and that's what they're going to be talking about. And uh, the reason I put you before lunch is I've never forgiven you for leaving us in the radio business completely. So there yeah. you are. Okay. Travis, and then uh, joined by Da, who works at East Coast Radio, and they'll be talking about one of the projects that... Uh, They've been uh, doing some yeah. collaborations Three. on. Three. Three projects. Three projects. Oh, it's a bumper mm. session. It's a bumper session. Okay, cool. Thanks, Tim. Um, yeah, so hi, everyone. Welcome to our presentation. It's called Swimming Upstream, Cool New Things and Bears. Um, as Tim said, I'm Trav. This is Dai. Uh, and really, like, our job portfolio at Kahiso Media, who I consult into and Dai works for, um, is that uh, really the boss meets us once a week and says, tell us about the cool new things that you guys are doing. Um, our job is really to um, work with Jacaranda FM and East Coast Radio. And uh, I guess you could call these projects innovations projects. Um, they're designed for us to learn what cool new things can be done to engage audiences in, in the current space. Um, and I guess radio has been doing that since year dot, engaging audiences. But of course, things are shifting now. And so it's how do we engage the same audiences, same people, maybe a little bit smarter, a little bit more content savvy, but how do we keep doing it in an authentic way? So um, yeah, uh, but I have to warn you that the presentation is called Swimming Upstream and not Oh Yeah, We've Made It. <laughs> in other words, we're still kind of fish swimming upstream. And today we're hoping to just give you a snapshot of where those projects are at uh, as opposed to we're the kings, oh my gosh, you know, we've done this. So, um, yeah, uh, the thing about when you're swimming upstream, which we currently are, is uh, you get bears. Big, mean, old, grizzly bears. And I guess this could also be a metaphor for the state of the market at the moment as well. It's not really a bullish time. It's a, a bearish time. Things are difficult. So, we're that little fish. Hold on. Check this. Ooh. We're that guy, and we're trying to get up to our mating grounds. Oh, I don't know where this is going. And uh, these bears want to eat us. So, yeah, bears like to eat fish. But bears are also a really good marker as to what the right innovations might be as we move along upstream. So the projects we're going to show you today, as I said, are snapshots. And they're really just our answers to the assumptions. So we're assuming that certain bears look like this and look like that. And what innovations would be the answer to, to those assumptions of the bears. And what are the bears saying to us? So, um, before, we move any, uh, before we move forward, uh, the important thing about bears is when you take them on as a little fish, you've got to have weapons. You've got to know how to fight the bear. Um, this is one of my favorite videos of all time. If you've seen it, you'll know it. If you haven't, enjoy. It's for John West.
It's just basically how dudes get John West uh, tuna so fresh. They go steal the salmon from the bear. Okay, so uh, weapons to fight the bears with are very, very important. Okay, and that brings us to bear number one, which is radio needs to start offering more choice. So our number one weapon in this fight is streaming. And our streaming project is titled Radiant City. So, yeah. And um, we have to say, why are we building Radiant City? Because today's consumers choose. And by creating a suite of internet radio stations, we can move to offer our listeners a local choice. So choice is the gateway to getting closer to our audiences again. Uh, broadcast was designed to speak to a very sort of broad audience with a single voice. And of course, today's consumers have been spoiled now. Video on demand, this on demand, that on demand, what I want when I want it. And so choice is a very strong driver behind the Radiant City project. So while it's a streaming project, we actually refer to it as an internet radio station project because streaming can be quite a foreign word. And so we want to bring it back home to a place of familiarity, which is radio. It's an internet radio station project. We think it hits the sweet spot between future technology trends and human touch. Uh, imagine a suite of radio stations designed for the individual. The traditional strengths of radio locked in through personality-driven, free-form broadcasts that cater to the niche and unique modern listener. And they are available on all Android, iOS, and iOS devices through the Google Play Store and the App Store, respectively. So why streaming? Well, it's because people now choose to stream instead of own. Experience is the new ownership for consumers. A really good example of how an old-school artist someone who had made themselves famous in the old space, reinvented themselves in the new space, and Get Lucky became the first track to be streamed one million times in a week. Not bought, I mean, it sold a lot, but it was streamed one million times in a week. So people are even moving past the, I need to own it to enjoy it. Rather, I just need to experience it to enjoy it. And of course, it's all about the old school reinventing itself to be relevant in the modern space. So, as... You know, radio people, we know what we're doing in radio. And when I say we, I mean we, not we. You know, we've built radio stations, we've uh, created programming schedules, we've uh, curated and, and created really cool playlists of music. We know music, we know content. Uh, but too often these days, and, and this is our feeling, and possibly you agree or you don't, there's too much stuff getting between the listener and the good stuff. There's too much noise stopping the listener from hitting that really sweet spot where the content and the music is just, you know, becoming the soundtrack to their life. So we really do see this as the future of audio entertainment and content. It's basically building communities for good with innovation. Um, as Travis says, it's getting back to the good stuff, and it's entertaining people again. So the key behind these streams is that they aren't just music, they're personality-driven. And it's those personalities that get full creative control over their offering. So, like in the old days, when the DJ actually played the music they wanted. These days, a lot of listeners still think that the DJ chooses and selects the music, but we know that the music department does that. 
when we brought the talent in to start working on these streams with us, the first thing we said to them is, these are your streams. Your music, your content, put a voice back to your personality. And uh, that's been one of the biggest driving forces, personalities curating their own flavor of content. So how does this differ from Apple Music or Google Music, which are algorithm-driven? Well, we say that computers can build playlists, but they lack the human creativity to engage the listener. Um, and Apple Music is never going to deliver local content like we know we can. Yeah, localization is very, very important. Of course, the times, they are a-changing. And Kakiso uh, Media's radio stations like East Coast Radio and Jacaranda FM are committed to mass audiences, as we said earlier. That's what a broadcast thing is all about. It's a broadcast of kind of what we would call vanilla content, trying to keep as many people locked into a single stream as possible. Radiant City, though, is committed to the instant gratification of the individual. So the crossover potential between both the broadcast and the internet radio stations is massive. Um, while traditional radio means listening to what you get, Radiant City will mean you can get what you want. And together the prospects for us are simply mouth-watering. Radiant City is not technology, it's not just apps, it's not innovation, it's real choice. And choice is the gateway, as we said earlier, to getting closer to the audiences that engage our streams and our brands. So if you look at this, this is one of our apps, and um, it's the first one we launched, and it's called Rock On. And so we really did build Radiant City on rock and roll. Um, the first one's called Barney Simon's Rock On. So what is it? Um, well, Barney Simon, the legend of rock, it's every metalhead's ultimate rock catalog. Uh, controlled by Barney, it streams 24-7, and it's aimed at anyone who's ever turned it up loud. It's South Africa's own rock god making his own rock god playlist. Soon to follow was Mom's Heart, very different genre. Um, it's with one of the East Coast Radio personalities, Jane Lindley Thomas, and it's all about content, creating a safe, uh, fun space for parents 24-7. The app means that you don't have to worry about that badly pl placed hip-hop hip -hop banger or that erectile dysfunction advert interrupting your school run. <laughs> really important. Um, Database was the third stream that we launched, and uh, that was bringing Derek the Bandit back into the fold as a uh, dance expert, and he's curated a really great stream. It's our, it's our latest stream that's been publicly launched, and uh, it's just banging tunes. It's just techno, uh, uh, tech house, uh, deep house, uh, funky house, just uh, EDM. Um, yeah, and, and he puts it together and he pumps it. Eh? He, it's, it's, it's actually getting a lot of really good traction at the moment. And then currently we, we are uh, in the process of, we've just finished the prototype of launching a gospel offering with Rayma Ministries. And uh, that's kind of the fourth uh, prototype that we've built with the idea that ultimately all the streams are going to flow into one river in the form of an aggregated app. So we wanted to release a whole bunch of individual streams first to test the streaming technology out. And what we have actually built with these streams is a really uh, robust streaming technology. So I'd say that on a lot of our competitors' products, if you were to go and take their product and, and hit play, you'll wait like up to two to three days sometimes before the thing finally buffers and plays. And we said that the first thing we actually just want to get right is when someone hits play, the thing's got to play. Um, it sounds like such a simple thing, but the thing is that you've got to get that thing to, to be able to run on edge 
versus 3G versus HSPA and provide a quality stream. And so while it seems so simple when you press play, it should work, that was actually one of the biggest elements where we poured a lot of our dev time. Um, and so the idea would then be to take the, what we've learned from these four prototypes over the last year and really to create just one aggregated app that would replace the radio sort of dashboard that sits in your car, which at the moment you pre-program with, let's say, six stations. You know, you've got number one, two, three, four, five, six, and it's your six chosen stations. We could have an aggregated app that could give you potentially unlimited streams and, uh, you know, you just, whatever you want, when you want it, news on demand, rock, tunes, dance, whatever, just smash it out the park with the aggregated app. The problem with uh, all streams flowing as one river, as we know, is that up those rivers, there are bears. And so we cannot just use streaming as a weapon of answer to radio needs to start offering more choice. So that brings us weapon number two. Podcasts, and I believe our podcast project has been mentioned a couple of times um, here already, so that's great. Um, we've just launched this new baby. It's called First Person. Um, it was launched on the 7th of June. It involves uh, award-winning journalist Marianne Tam and ex-BBC and Radio 702 producer J uh, Jane Morgan. And they're really at their best here, telling the extraordinary stories of ordinary South Africans. We wanted to bring something that was uniquely South African. Um, Serial uh, has gained huge traction internationally. Um, it's obviously led the revival in the podcasting world, but there's very little that's going on in the South African side that's highly produced, um, and these 30-minute podcasts certainly are that. Um, of course, podcasts fulfill a very different state to live radio or streaming. Uh, it's all about entertain me and inform me. Uh, podcast skews towards connect me to a community of like-minded people. Also, escapism. Um, help me learn or discover new things. And the latest um, podcast we've just launched was about a granny who's crusading for magic mushrooms. And that's definitely a very uh, new topic for, for some of us. So... Yeah, the whole thing about podcasts and radio, and I think the thing is out there with all these new platforms, technology, or digital, let's just say the digital disruptor, there's so many different words and phrases that are being used for different things. But ultimately for us, what podcasts are is true on-demand radio. That's what it is. It's the exact piece of content that I want right now when I want it. Okay? Whereas a stream, you can get the exact sort of genre of content that you want, but you're still at the sort of... Uh, mercy of the scheduler of that stream. And so when you know, streaming and podcast come together, you then have quite a nice rounded offering to the listener where they can sort of have a sort of easy listening vibe going down, passive listening, or the podcast on-demand stuff. I'm actually in the game right now to be more focused on what I'm listening to, and it allows them to, to really get into the content a lot more, sort of uh, with more detail. So back to the bears, because we said that there's uh, two types of bears along the river at today's talk. And the second bear is the have you checked the children bear. That's bear number two. Uh, the reason why this bear is important is we were sitting around a table a while back and we asked ourselves, what could we do to re-engage the youth audience? We know that a lot of youth are moving away from listening to the traditional radio offerings in South Africa. Um, more often than not, 
kids will be sitting on their own devices now on the school run or in the taxi and listening to their own tunes of their choice, whether they're streaming it from somewhere or it's something a friend gave them on WhatsApp, whatever it is. Hell, they might even be having their own like, you know, audio conversation on WhatsApp with each other for the duration of the trip. And so radio's not so, you know, when I went to school, Jeepers, that was all we had and it was amazing. So we asked ourselves, what could we do with our brands to re-engage a really young audience? And we were like, well, actually, there's only one place that kids of today really, really are ever really at on, and that's Minecraft. So we came up with this crazy idea of actually building uh, Jacaranda FM and East Coast Radio inside Minecraft in a modded world. And um, we did it. We, we built them, and the kids can go you know, play. Well, it's not live yet. As I said, these are snapshots. The world is now built, um, which is super, super cool. Um, there's a video that's going to play now. It won't have audio. Um, I don't know if you just play with the jack. Maybe it'll... Um, it's just got some music in the background, but I'll talk you through it very quickly. The first thing, uh, there's Jacaranda. The first thing about modding a world in Minecraft is it's very, don't worry about it, champ, it's okay, um, is it's very difficult to install those mods and to get the world to work. So we actually went as far as building a DMG for Mac computers and an EXE for uh, Windows computers so that someone could just install the game and run it off their desktop without any problem. At the moment, it's just the character running through the different uh, stations. So here's Jacaranda. Um, if you've ever been into Jacaranda, you'll recognize some of the places that we're running around in right now. Uh, and this is just me running around as a single person, but it's sitting on a server that would allow this whole room to engage in this, in this gaming world right now. And the next step that we were going to uh, add to it is then to start commercializing it by sticking treasure hunts inside there and you know, uh, putting branded treasure hunts inside the world. You can have a thousand kids running around looking for uh, golden tickets that win them playstations or education bursaries or whatever it is. So moving from Jacaranda over to East Coast Radio, you can see both stations sit as a fortress on either side of the riverbank. And uh, if you've ever been to East Coast, that's where all the little like, Friday afternoon parties happen. After you've you know, had a busy week, you go park off over here and have some drinks. You wouldn't do it in Minecraft, obviously. You'd do other things like shoot zombies and stuff. Um, and then what we went and did as well is underneath this world built an entire cavern of mazes and lava pits and all sorts of different things for the kids to go and engage, but also territory that would allow brands or even us to place interesting things in for the kids to go find that would encourage playability. Also, we have working radios inside the stations. So the radio station streams will actually stream in the respective radio stations, uh, play a traditional stream. Uh, what's nice about those streams is they actually have an area of effect. So if you go near the radio, it gets louder, and as you move away, it gets softer. And so you could even take the Radiant City streams and place them into different fortresses around the world as well, thus being able to re-engage the kids with our audio offerings. Um, if you've got a kid that plays Minecraft, you'll know that a lot of the time while they're playing Minecraft, they're listening to their own soundtrack as well because they're listening to or engaging two to three types of content at one time. So the idea of putting those music streams in there as well was something that was really exciting to us so that they could have a soundtrack to listen to while they go look for the golden tickets. So um, that brings us to the end of our presentation. Um, if there's any questions, please fire away. But thank you so much for your time today.
So, uh, two questions. One, on your streams, do you have a DJ, uh, DJs as well? Like, is it just that they are curated or do they also talk? Yes, so okay. please, by all means, go download them. Please, everyone, go grab them uh, just to listen to how they work. Uh, the way they work is, and maybe, you know, Di can speak to it more because she's actually a really strong driver behind how they build the playlist. So maybe she can just tell you a little bit about the, the creative. I'm sure everyone can hear me. Um, okay, sure. It's awkward. Eh? Like <laughs> Depending on the on this on the this, the the app um, and what the genre was. So, for example, um, the Barney Simon Rock. Um, it's obviously mainly music, but he does all the the features are his. Uh, he does a, a weekly um, a top ten US chart. Uh, he does rock news. We've got a whole Jim Morrison day on Sunday. Uh, it's the anniversary of his death. The, just the whole day taken over by content that Barney's curated. So, you know, it's, it's very much his. But the, the split between the music and the, the content is different to what we have on the mom's one. On the mom's one, um, it's a little bit more content heavy. It's quite a, um, a, a content-hungry beast that we've got to feed. Um, because we're catering to two audiences. We're catering, catering to the moms, and in fact the parent, um, and we're catering to the kids. So what we've done is we've split it up into um, kids zones in your early morning, uh, six to eight, and five to eight in the evening. And then the, the daytime is, is the parent zone. And from eight o'clock overnight, it's the adult zone. So we've created content for that, but it's very much driven by the talent. And then obviously we lever it, leveraging um, Barney is with Jacaranda, um, Jane is with East Coast, so we, we we leverage the radio stations. We actually promote these on our radio stations, which is quite weird, you know. The listeners hear us promoting another listening platform on our station, um, but we have to, we've got this loud hailer, so we, we we take advantage of it. And the dance one is also, it's, it's all Derek, it's curated by the DJ. Um, but to a lesser degree, his is obviously very much more just uh, dance mixes. And then the other question The other question is like, um, what made you decide to like, I mean, because the people, the bears, if you will, that you, you'll be fighting in this case, if you want to be that in the car, you got to beat Apple and Spotify and every like I mean you could also just have said we're gonna be on tune in and and use that uh, for our streams or or the other things um, I mean why did you decide I, that I mean I can imagine it it's a bit challenging one you've got to have people do two things like they must download your app and compare in competition with everyone else that has more content like mm. what do you think about that so um my question to you is you know how good are, are google and apple at curating localized content for you, well, you um curate it on the, their yes we are on tune and, and, and on those places but the idea is that we can start to drive people to a single place why wouldn't we want to do that why wouldn't we want to have an app that people can download uh it just, it's something that we wanted to own. We wanted to own the platform, own the audience. And I say we as in Kahiso Media wanted to be able to build their own platform and to leverage that down the line. Um, 
you know, all of a sudden news no longer has to be two minutes long. It can become, you know, a 20-minute hard-hitting bulletin that's got a lot of info in it that you could update every hour on the hour with push notifications from the app. The functionality or the extra uh, sort of the extra impact into the user's life of that app means that you can, you can give them a more dynamic listening environment rather than relying on someone else's platform to feed stuff. So. It's that human touch that Apple can't beat. You know, we know our audiences. It's a South African audience. If you look at the stats, 95% of our listenership is um, South African. So we are talking to our existing audiences who are now sampling us on another platform. Um, in terms of your podcast, is there a reason why you guys have kept that online and not in the apps? Uh, so you're talking about uh, bringing your the first, two... Your first person pod thing. And, yeah, and not com uh, included it with the, the Radiant City project. Yeah. So again, in terms of a snapshot, uh, we still have to produce that, that aggregating app, that, that app that aggregates. We're finding a lot of the content that we're creating on the streams are actually is very suitable for podcasting. And uh, I'd, I'd be lying if I said the vision wasn't to be able to give the person on the Radiant app or whatever we call it when it comes out, the aggregated app, uh, the offering of the streams and then also the on-demand element, which is the podcasting side of it. So you can have, as I said earlier, that passive listening experience where it's uh, just some rock while I'm driving to work or whatever it is. But you could also then move into the podcasts where you wouldn't only see things about grannies and shrooms, you would also see things like, just as I said, that news bulletin, that sports bulletin, more sort of topical, localized content, which could still fall under a podcast banner. So there's a definite desire to bring them both together so that that app gives that person absolute control between on-demand and, and streaming or passive listening.